Hello, listeners. I wanted to give you a quick heads up that I did have some technical difficulties during the recording of this conversation, and you'll notice that the sound quality is off on my guest's audio. So my apologies to you and to my guest, Daniel Stewart. Hang in there with us on the audio, and you'll be glad you did. Daniel has a very inspiring message. I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, a look at music's effect on our everyday lives. On Enhanced Life with Music, we have great respect for professional musicians and the incredible talent they have developed. We also recognize music's universal power in the everyday lives of all of us humans, whether we consider ourselves to be musicians or not. And today's topic is a perfect example of music's ability to inspire and enhance life, regardless of our musical training and background. We're talking today about utilizing music in athletic motivation and performance, whether the athletes or the coaches consider themselves musicians or not. Joining me today is Daniel Stewart, one of the world's leading experts on equestrian sports psychology. He is an internationally acclaimed author of three books, soon to be four books, <laughs> including Pressure Proof Your Writing. Daniel teaches clinics to thousands of writers each year, has published countless magazine articles, and is the equestrian sports psychology and writer fitness consultant to many equestrian associations. Daniel's clients include Olympic athletes, and I was hoping to talk to Daniel in time to release this episode in July during the originally scheduled 2020 Olympics, but Daniel's schedule was completely packed, and I told him I'd take him whenever I can get him, and I'm thrilled to be getting him on the show now. Welcome to Enhanced Life with Music, Daniel. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. And I suppose in hindsight, um, it all worked out just fine. The Olympics were pushed right. back. <laughs> yes, sad. I pushed you back and the Olympics were pushed back. Right. This is just perfect. This is according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, Daniel, I know that you bring a pretty holistic, multi-pronged approach to your coaching. Can you tell us about when or how you realized that music could be a part of enhancing it athlete's motivation or performance or both? So you know what? It, it's an interesting question. And, and I think it's, um, I think it's worth saying that, um, that, that I, I believe that music can enhance the performance of, of everyone. And, and I know that I, uh, uh, that I've been lucky enough to call myself an Olympic coach and work with some of the, the greatest athletes in the world. But, but I think it's really important that, that everybody can, um, can benefit from the motivation that I believe that is created mm. in music. Mm-hmm. Um, from, um, you know, from, from a, from a three-year-old hear, hearing a song for the first time to, to a 93-year-old using, using a song from her past to remind herself of, of empowering memories or simply, um, simply using music to calm yourself so that, um, so that you can rest. So uh, I have to believe that well, yes, perhaps I've been hired around the, the globe to teach the value of using music as a motivator, but I just can't, um, I can't just stop thinking about how, um, 
you know how every single one of us on the planet can't benefit and uh, and and enjoy music. So, mm-hmm. uh, if it's okay, I'm probably not going to steer a lot of my conversations to, you know, the 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 Michael Phelps who you see with his ear pods in his ears all the time. <laughs> I, we 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 do get a lot of that, and I'd love to share a couple cool little stories with you. Yeah, but, that'd be great. Um, but you know, and and I hope this is okay. But I, I I'm not a I, I'm not a musician, and please don't ask me to sing. Um, you lose <laughs> all of your listeners. But but I am I'm slightly in awe of of music, and and can I tell you why? Neat little story. So let me tell you where I learned my respect for music. Um, so my son is a musician. He was the brass captain in his marching band. He was the um, the trumpet section leader. Um, so he always grew up as a musician. And and then he fell in love with with the ukulele one day. Mm. And and I think it's a brilliant, wonderful instrument. And he teaches himself how to play ukulele by watching other you know YouTube videos. And he'll watch their fingers and he'll place them and he'll learn these songs. Well, um, last year he couldn't quite figure out, I don't think he could see the finger on the YouTube video. So he went over to the piano and he started to play it on, you know, that, that part of the song on the piano. Mm-hmm. And then my world stopped and I looked over at Luca and I said, what are you doing? And he says, I can't quite figure it out on the ukulele. So I'm going to get it here on the piano and transfer that to the ukulele. And then I looked at Luca and I said, Luca, you don't play the piano. Mm. You've never, ever played the piano. It was the little plastic keyboard that my daughter had. Okay. And he goes, oh, Papa, it's all the same. <laughs> the music on the piano is the same as the music on the ukulele. In the middle of the piano, there's a letter C or something, and I can just go from there. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, I couldn't fathom what had just happened. He's never put a finger on a piano, yet he used the piano to help him learn the ukulele. Mm. And I was just rocked. To me, it's, um, you know, it's like a foreign language. He says, it's easy, Papa. He says, hear this noise. He'll play a, a chord on the, on the ukulele. This is a B. Can you hear that? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, um, I'm just in awe of music as, just in general, but I also know through firsthand experience the impact that music can have on athletes, on 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 students, on moms and dads, and parents and teachers. So, uh, so I'm very happy to be part of this uh, podcast today. Oh, cool! Well, we're thrilled to have you. Do you remember the first time that you did use music in a motivational type form, whether it was for yourself or for a client? Can I tell you a, a neat little story? Yeah. Is, is, is I've taught this, you know, at the Olympic Training Center, I've, I've taught using music as a motivator. And, and I teach sports psychology and um, motivational speaking um, seminars um, all around the world. And there is always a piece in my seminar for um, music motivation. Um, however, the first time I think that I really ever saw it come to play was, was probably 10 years ago. I taught a group of athletes um, the importance of using of doing anything to become more empowered or calm, whatever is required to create success. And I encourage them to go home and come up with a playlist of songs that they could bring tomorrow and share with us. 
Now, this was a group of equestrians, so everybody showed up the next day, and we had this wonderful PA system where we put their music over the PA system. And one rider, she brought two songs, and she said, I tend to be tense and tight, I tend to doubt myself, and I tend to rush and make unnecessary mistakes. So she said, if it's okay with you, I brought calm music. I would like to calm down. I believe that music can creep inside and create that emotion for me. So I said, wonderful idea. We put it on the PA system, and then she went about riding her horse. Mm. Um, and here was the great thing. She stayed wonderfully calm. But here was the surprising thing. Her horse calmed it down. Ah. See, see, I thought I knew everything, and I still think I know everything, but I apparently I'm still learning. See, and do you think know... the horse calmed down because of the music, or because oh. the music calmed the rider down, and the horse could sense that in the rider? Oh, hey, great question, Mindy. Um, hey, so believe it or not, um, in this sport where I think I know everything, I thought I had it figured out. I was pretty sure that the music calmed the horse down. I thought, isn't that amazing? All animals, humans and horses alike, all of us can um, benefit from music. However, you know what I'm wondering is if maybe there wasn't a combination of the music calming the horse down while also the music calmed the equestrian down and horses are, are pretty good body readers however i i do seriously believe that um and i know this because of my dog <laughs> i know that i know that um that animals have an affinity to music um so i do believe that well though the rider probably calmed down and the horse picked up on that i have to believe that some part of the music also influenced the horse in his um his behavior mm -hmm. what are some specific ways that you intentionally use music to affect your client's mood or motivation energy do you use like a walk-on song or a training song what are some ways that you use music it depends on what we're looking for so for example if um if an athlete has um has performance anxiety you know or or if any of your listeners have anxiety let's say they're going to a job interview where they have to public speak mm -hmm. then um oftentimes what we find is that they struggle even sleeping the night before or the day before so what we'll do is we'll encourage people to listen to calming and empowering music throughout the day. So what those people need is a little dose of calmness and self-belief. So then we um, we suggest music that speaks towards that. Music that says, I believe in myself, I can do this. However, when somebody needs to, to, um, to wake up fast, hit it hard, go fast, um, find some energy, then what we do is we recommend music. Um, uh, listening to music that has upbeat tempo. So I guess the answer to the question is identify what we're looking for and then create a playlist directed to, directly towards the emotions and behaviors you're looking for. If those emotions are calm, obviously we listen to calm music. If those emotions are rock and roll, let's get this going, uh -huh. then, um, then pump it up. Uh-huh. And how much do lyrics play into this? And how much is it just like an instrumental song could work? Okay, so that's the best question. I was hoping you're <laughs> going to ask me that question. Because in my opinion, all music is effective. All music will get the job done. Instrumental music can calm us down and pump us up. However, um, I've, I've coined a term called an athletic anthem. An athletic yeah. anthem is a song that can calm you down or pump you up. But it's also been proven that it can be linked to your optimism. 
So the way that a song or music can be linked to our optimism is because it has hidden positive affirmation sentences in the lyrics. So, so here, I mean, we've done this before. Everybody listening has had a song stuck in their head. Ideally, what we want to have happen is have a song stuck in our head that has a positive affirmation sentence. And if I could, let me give you one of my favorite examples. Mm -hmm. Listen to this positive affirmation sentence. These are the moments I'm going to remember the most. I'm going to be strong. Just keep pushing on. Now, that's a wonderful positive affirmation sentence. We should all listen to that. Mm -hmm. But I just quoted Hannah Montana. (laughs) (laughs) The great prophet, Hannah Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the lyrics hidden inside the song, The Climb by Hannah Montana. So here are the lyrics. There's always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. Sometimes I'm going to lose. But these are the moments I'm going to remember the most. I'm going to be strong. I'll keep pushing on. See, Mindy, those are the kind of lyrics that we want to get stuck in our head. Mm-hmm. So so let's say somebody's going to a job interview. They're doubting themselves. They're struggling a little tiny bit. They listen to that song as they go up the elevator as they prepare for the job interview. And then that gets stuck in their head. They exit the elevator saying, These are the moments I'm going to remember the most. I'm going to be strong. Just keep pushing on. Mm. So I highly recommend that everybody at least consider, um, here it is, jump on your computer and Google the lyrics to your favorite songs. So come up with five or six of the songs that you love the most. They, They reach inside you and they excite you and they pump you up and calm you down. And then sit in front of a computer and look at the lyrics to see if any of them have a positive hidden affirmation sentence. And then if they do, create a playlist of those songs and then use those songs when you need them. Mm -hmm. And one last thing I suggest is if you do tend to need those positive affirmations, once you create that playlist, never listen to those songs. Because the more you listen to a song, the more it and its message wears off. Mm -hmm. But if you love a song, And it's got this positive message about love yourself, believe in yourself. But you hear it all the time, it wears off. But if you withdraw that from every other playlist and withhold it from yourself, the next time you really need that message, you listen to that song and it feels even greater because you've missed hearing it. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, and I imagine too, when you get those go-to songs that work for you, then the words are kind of associated with the melody in your mind. So even if you had an instrumental version of that song, you're still hearing those lyrics in your mind, even if they're not included in the record, the specific recording that you're listening to. You know what? If, if you do a good job with it, you don't need the lyrics anymore. Sooner or later, it's stuck and the music is all that you need. So the music becomes the motivator. Obviously, the lyrics become the message, but the motivator and the message can replace each other. Well, and it's been said that music is the sound of emotions. And if you start hearing that go-to song and it immediately brings those emotions of calm, confidence, positivity, optimism, then it's done its work. It's done its work. And and, and it's done it in such a pleasant way. Yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah. You can, you can have a coach like me yell at you and say, believe in yourself. You can do it. Or uh-huh. you can listen to a song that actually inspires you on your own without help from anybody else 
to believe in yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, so I'm writing my fourth book right now, and and there's a section in this new book on music as a motivator. Um, and I have a list of several songs that actually have hidden positive yeah. messages inside. Yeah, tell if us. you'd like. I'd be happy to share. Okay. Yeah. Well, here we go. And I've done my best to have a variety of different kind of um, songs. And there's a little pop in here. There's a couple of country songs. It's kind okay. of fun. So um, uh, there's a song called Have It All by Jason Mraz. It's just about believing in yourself, loving yourself, and finding happiness. I believe everybody should listen to Have It All by Jason Mraz. And here are the lyrics. Um, May you have the confidence to always do your best. May you know the meaning of happiness. There we go. What else do what? I mean, what more could we hope for? Um, and remember, music has this way of of creeping inside us and creating emotions. So uh, mm-hmm. I've always loved that song. It's a relatively new song. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Haley Seinfeld has a song called "Love Myself." Taylor Swift has a song called Shake It Off, like make mm-hmm. a mistake and shake it off. Yeah. Uh, Bastille has a song called Pompeii. And everybody's heard the lyrics in that one. It's yeah. I'm going to be an optimist about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi Lovato has a song called Confident. Rachel Platten has a, the, a song called The Fight Song. Sarah Bersellis has a song called Brave. Pink has a song called Try. Um Brooks and Dunn have a song called Cowgirls Don't Cry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but those are some really, really well-established um, athletic anthems because they all have empowering lyrics hidden inside. And remember, the whole key, the whole reason that lyrics um, play a role is because it's so easy for us to get songs stuck in our head. And sometimes, you know what we need stuck in our head? Words that say... May you always have the confidence to do your best. May you always know the meaning of happiness. Mm. Those are the kind of lyrics. Those are the kind of messages that we want stuck on our head. Why not let music deliver it for us? Yeah. Well, this is really fascinating. There are a couple of guests that I'm thinking of as you're talking that talked a little bit about some of those specific things. Like one of them was a psychologist who talked about conscious music and the ability that it has to shape the mental narrative that we're spinning for ourselves. And another guest uh, had done a lot of research into the power of combining words with melody and how different parts of our brain process melody than the part of the brain that processes words and trauma and emotions and things like that are processed in the part of the brain that also processes melody. So it's one thing to just read words or hear spoken words. There's so much more power when you combine those same words with a melody in music. It's funny when I when I teach this in a seminar, I'll stand up in front of several hundred people and I'll actually sing that that Miley Cyrus song oh really <laughs> or I'll, or I'll or, well I'll, I'll say the lyrics I'll say here are the lyrics I'll say these are the moments I'm going to remember the most I'll be strong just keep pushing on and my audience does what I expect them to do they look on with interest but then I actually play that song okay. and as much as as much as everybody says they don't particularly like Hannah Montana or Miley Cyrus <laughs> Everybody in the room starts to smile. They start to move their shoulders. Uh, I'll look at them. They'll relax. They'll exhale. Uh-huh. Um, you don't have to like Miley Cyrus, but <laughs> you just can't help smiling when you hear that song. Sure, sure. Um, 
So, so music, it is true. Music imparts behaviors. There's a correlation between music messages and behaviors. And I think um, what I remember in university was we want to light up as much of our brain as we can. So you write the spoken word is interpreted by one um, section of the brain, but then melody is directed to others. So mm. light the whole brain up. Let the whole brain um, get in there and uh, and make sense of what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about the athletic anthem. Um, you said that's something that will both calm and pump up, or are you thinking about two different athletic anthems, one for calming and one for pumping up? I'm pretty sure I'm talking about two. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a calming song. Um, I always I always um, thought a calming song with empowering uh, lyrics would be the ideal thing to listen to the night before a job interview, okay. an SAT exam, a driving license test, you know, any life event that could be considered stressful. Uh-huh. Now, the night before, listen to a calm music with an empowering message so that you can get a good night's sleep and plant a couple of cool dreams inside and then and then maybe in the morning if you find that you need to kind of you know wake up quite quick then then maybe i don't know maybe you turn on party rock anthem by lmfao and just okay (laughs) wake up okay what are your recommendations to clients if they get this this calming anthem they listen to it the night before they they have the empowering anthem that they're listening to on their way to the job interview or on their way to the competition and say they're riding up the elevator to the job interview they have this empowering anthem in their mind. They have these great lyrics running through their mind and the elevator doors open and they step out and totally trip over the, the elevator threshold there, fall flat on their face right in front of the person they're supposed to be interviewing with or in some other way, you know, fall flat. What What is your recommendation to them in that time? Play Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. That's awesome. That's perfect. That would be exactly. Here's the problem um, is when they get off the elevator, they probably aren't supposed to be listening to, you know, they're going to have to remove their earbuds and talk to the reception. (laughs) Sure, sure. So, so that can, that, that, that can get the person in a little bit of trouble because in my career, pre-competition routines are monumental. So, so my athletes will have a playlist. They will listen to that playlist. Um, They have a particular volume, the louder the song and the deeper the bass the um, greater it will pump up an athlete. Um, So they have a a pre-competition routine that includes that music and it becomes religious for them. They listen to these songs at these times at this volume. It's a a very serious piece of their athletic preparation. So the problem is when you step off that elevator and you trip (laughs) over somebody, then your pre-competition or your pre-interview you know, your uh-huh. pre-event routine has gone awry. Um, here's a real neat little trick. If they can't get the earbuds back in to listen to that music, then what's been shown to be beneficial is to be prepared with um, an abbreviated version of the lyrics. So if you look back at the at the athletic anthem from Miley Cyrus, uh, I'm always going to want to um, make that mountain move. What they could do then, they trip and then they go to their predefined what I call a mojo mantra. So they take the lyric out of the song and they make a shortened mantra from that lyric. Mm. Um, and I call it a mojo mantra because when we get nervous, we lose our mojo. Mm. So um, so maybe the mojo mantra from that song would be um, move on, keep on, push on. 
move on, keep on, believe on, something like mm. that. Yeah. You know, so it's, I think it's a really neat little concept. Yeah. Jump into your playlist, Google the lyrics, find your athletic anthems, turn them into a playlist, make it a really great pre-event routine, mm -hmm. but then... When you've done everything right, it still goes wrong. Uh -huh. Be prepared to have a backup plan. And the backup plan, I mean, it's just really helpful. The backup plan would be to have an abbreviated mantra associated to the lyrics that you can repeat to yourself as you get yourself off the ground and walk towards the receptionist. Love that. Well, and as you're talking, I'm even picturing a young parent who's getting up and they're facing another day of distance learning with all the kids at home. <laughs> you know, I could, you know, in that position, I could see an athletic or parenting anthem being really helpful too in that situation. And when the kids throw the temper tantrum, you have that mojo mantra that you're repeating to yourself, whatever it is. Yeah. And it, it just something as simple as be strong, push on, mm. just, just mm -hmm. get be just be strong, push on, be yep. strong, push on. Um, just a, a simple little mantra. Yeah, and, and, and mantras have been used in meditation and yoga and mindfulness. Mantras have been proven to calm the brain down. And oftentimes when we are struggling the most, it is when we tend to be tense, tight, in a rush, feeling pressure or anxious. So that's the purpose of, that's the general purpose of a mantra is to calm the brain waves down a little bit. So, um, so yeah, as you prepare for that job interview or SAT exam or driver's license test, listen to the music as you drive to the events, but then as you're walking into the interview room or the SAT examining room, repeat that mantra to yourself. Keep strong, push on. Keep strong, push on. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, yes, and obviously like really applicable too to musicians in terms of going into a performance too. Wonderful. Well, before I have you close us out with a coda, can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming book that's going to be released soon? So my upcoming book, I'm actually really proud of it. I'm I'm actually proud of myself. Who would oh, good. Have, have, right. Who would have thunk I could have written four books? Um, all of my books are on mental coaching, how to, um, uh, and, and all of my books are directed towards athletes. But I encourage everybody to, to consider grabbing a copy of my book. There's um, a lot of really pretty pictures of horses in my book. <laughs> <laughs> and I talk a lot about how um, equestrians, how riders can be more confident, believe in themselves, create the best version of themselves. Um, uh, through the development of self-belief, self-esteem, self-value. So my books are just, um, uh, my whole teaching, everything I do is, is just motivational. How to, like I said earlier, how to become our best version emotionally, mentally. So my new book is it's going to be released in a couple of months. It's uh, entitled Bolder, Braver, Brighter, knowing that when we are bold enough to take chances and when we are brave enough to believe that we are not a failure just because we failed. Um, when, we are, when we are bold, when we are brave, then we create a bright life. So uh, my new book is to be called uh, Bolder, Braver, Brighter. And uh, it's just got wrapped up and it's, uh, it's, heading, to, uh, it's heading to design now. So mm. I'm pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, congratulations. And that's releasing in February of 2021? That is, yes. Wonderful. Yes. Well, yeah. I'll have to make sure I uh, get notice when that releases so I can add that information and a link to it in the show notes for this episode. Yeah, there's a great section on music in there. So oh, really? <laughs> Ooh, nice. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I always ask my guests to close out our conversation with a musical ending, a coda, it's a musical term, by sharing a song or story about a moment that music enhanced your life. Do you have a song or a story that you can share with us today? 
I have a song. A few months ago, my son, um, he's going to go to college in Santa Barbara, but the school went online. So he took a six-month road trip while he waits for school to open oh, wow. back up. And he found himself in Moab, Utah, um, teaching zip lining of all things. Oh, How wow. great is that? But um, I went, I flew out to see him a couple weeks ago and he said, Pup, I want to take you to this amazing arch in Arches National Park. Um, it took us about two hours to hike through the desert to this arch. And then we got under this arch, we pulled out our oranges and our water, and then he pulled out his ukulele and he played just the most amazing music underneath this arch in the middle of the desert. And we just sat there for an hour playing. He's playing and I'm listening and I'm relaxing. I got my eyes closed sitting in the shade of the arch. Um, Other hikers came by and just stopped and watched and applauded. And just it just seemed otherworldly to be under a under a what appeared to be an 80 story high arch in the middle of the desert listening to ukulele wow oh beautiful well thank you so much daniel for your time and your expertise today it was fascinating to talk to you and i look forward to checking out your book when that comes out how can I be alerted to when your book comes out? Should I just be checking on Amazon in February until I can find it? You know what? Feel free. If any of your listeners would like, um, uh, my email address is ridewright1 at gmail.com. So ridewright1 at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, and, and if anybody's interested, I do private phone consultations for um, uh, mental coaching, uh, motivational speaking, and things like that. So if anybody's interested, just shoot me an email, and, uh, and I'll put you on the pre-order list for the book. And when it comes out, I'll autograph a copy, and I'll send it right over to you. Thanks again to Daniel. You can find links in the show notes to his books and other resources and contact information. I am planning a future episode on the topic of music as a gift, ways to gift music to others, which is the gift that keeps on giving. These can be practical gifts, gifts of musical experiences, physical items, or non-tangible items like an original song. If you have any creative ideas to share, I would love to hear them. You can connect with me on social media, email, or my website. All links are included in today's show notes at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast slash episode 66. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for hanging in there with me with these technical issues. <laughs> I think I think we did it. I think we pulled it off. <laughs> I sure hope so. And thanks for your patience with me. I know that your listeners love the message and the content and aren't going to judge us if uh, if it doesn't sound perfect for uh, portions of our. We did our very best. Sure. Sometimes it's enough, and uh, but I sure enjoyed it. Thank you. Sure. Perfect closing words from a motivational expert. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right.